I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You have one new voice message. New voice messages. Rosie, I want to get this out there, but I don't know how to do it unless I do it for one of the voicemails for the podcast. I'm just going to say it here. Who the fuck doesn't like Randall from This Is Us? You should be ashamed of yourself. You're half human. It's not natural. Love you. See you later. If you listen to this, can you please send a loads of online hate? Thank you very much. Bye. Deleted. And welcome to Daddy Look At Me. A podcast where myself, Helen Bauer and Rosie Jones sit down and talk to our favourite people from the world of showbiz about attention, childhood and of course, Daddy. Great to have you here. Now let's crack on with the show. Daddy, look at me with you, my daddy. (laughs) Oh my God, do it again. (laughs) So fucked up. Hi, with my daddy. Hello, I'm your daddy. (laughs) How are you, Helen? I'm hungover and I feel like I'm sweating it out now. Can you see, have I got a sheen over me? I feel like I've I've got a sheen. I meant what I said when I saw you and I went, you look fantastic. It's your power pony. saying this doesn't make any difference. No no one's going to know who you are. So it's like, do you know what I mean? They'll know that there's someone here who is warm and supportive of your looks. Okay, okay. You know when you arrive somewhere and everyone tells you you look really nice, even though you know you don't because you've made no effort, that you right. think, why are they feeling the need to tell yes. me this? Helen. How bad do I look? Helen. Do you know what I mean? No. I do know what you. I do no. know what you mean, but I don't no. think that's what. Do I have here. like a full shit rubbed into? Can my I tell skin? you what it was? Is that <laughs> I came in and I saw you from profile, where Thank your you. pony you. was really, yeah. and I'm very self conscious <laughs> about my own hair. So when I okay. see someone's hair looking strong. <coughs> Non-COVID. It immediately comes out. And I was like, oh, her pony. Ooh, yeah. the green and the black. Ooh, I like the fitted jean. And I just Thank let you. out my compliment. Oh, Thank you. But she's yes. twisted it. Skin <laughs> yeah, I am using a new moisturizer. What moisturizer? Yeah. Um, It's the Tea Tree Day Matte Moisturizer sure. from the body shop. <laughs> sure. Advert. Advert. Oh, how sick would it be if the body shop sent us free stuff? Yeah. Very 90s. Did that just undermine your feels does the body sh- I mean I'm much older than you but is the to me body shop was like the thing in 93 it's just mad to me that you are spouting these shit opinions when you haven't even introduced as a guest and you're Sorry. just here like screaming in our faces I really oh my God, like a body shop queen thank you there we go she keeps yeah. it nice do you yeah. know what I mean level I nice. had a sorry I won't tell this until I've been introduced <laughs> no just oh fuck it I hey I've got a guest today welcome <laughs> to who is going to interview herself? Yay! 
Why? So, Sarah, what was the big thing that happened to you this week? Interestingly, mm. because I am over the age of 40, which no one else in the room is, I qualified for a test that, that assesses the risk of a heart event in the next decade. Oh. 0.04. I mean, I'm very, very healthy. But my heart age is 35. Like, you, you, this is what you start to learn as you get older is, like, your heart is one age. One age. You are actually an age. Your womb is an age. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. How old is your womb? Well, so as women's women my age start to think about, you know, their babies and all of this. And yeah. so I know plenty of women who at like 43 conceived with no problem. Yeah. Yeah. And then women who at 31 were told you're going to really actually your eggs seem much older than you are. You're you're 31, but you've got the egg count of a woman who's 47. And I've heard it's hereditary oh. as well. You Which in a way doesn't down. make sense because you would think that it would sort of – that would get evolved out of yeah. because women who struggle to conceive will conceive less. So I would think it, it isn't, yeah. but maybe it is. Maybe it's just because like the eggs – I'm going to get crazy philosophical here. But because you're born with the eggs inside of you, yeah, so, weird. so like your yeah. mum has your child's eggs inside of her that it's like I mean if she doesn't have many eggs left and then she's making a baby with eggs in it she's not gonna give it that many eggs so then the baby will have less eggs so everyone has less eggs it's probably good for the planet I know blows blows do you guys think that the three of us should start a science podcast this is it welcome yeah (laughs) say one science Science. Before we get into childhood, I want to play a quick game with you. I do. No. And then, honestly, no. honestly, if we're doing no. it, we're doing it. And it's at this point, we're just doing it now. Sarah Barron. Helen B. Have you noticed that there's a cupboard in this room? Yeah. Right. What do you think yeah. is behind those doors? If I had to guess, I assume it's something interesting or you wouldn't bring it up. Obviously. No. Rosie, shut the fuck up. But I would, having no sense really, I would think it was just equipment for the studio that they're storing in the cupboard. <laughs> Sweet angel. It's a fucking uh, window. Whoa! Right? That, actually, fair play to that reaction. I freak the fuck out yeah. and I appreciate that. That's but you amazing. and I are united by, if I may say, this might make you sad as well, but I think we're united by a shared overreactive response. Oh yeah, no, yeah. 100%. Neither one of us are underreacting to things. I we, feel things and I need you to know what I feel about yes. it. Yes, Clearly. Because yes. if not, I've miscommunicated yes. and that's on me. So, Rosie. Sarah. Tell me mm. about childhood, Sarah. Yeah. What was she? Who was she? Okay. Did she crave attention? Okay, that's actually good in the end. Go. Yeah. Okay. I. <laughs> Sorry, it's just when Rosie asks a question and then she goes, go. <laughs> like... I really feel the pressure, but I can take it. It's like she's always working at a scale electric track. Go. <laughs> Go. Go. Just tell us everything for about yeah. like 45 minutes. Yeah, not a problem. Sick. I, here's what I think I've realized from your question, Rosie. I don't think I thought of it as needing, I don't think I had an awareness of needing attention. What feels more real for me was that I had a younger brother, he's four years younger, and he is to this day the one. Yeah. He's yeah. the one. Yeah. And he was 
beautiful and I was just never you know kids are cute so I was like cute cute. enough Mm -hmm. thanks Helen but Sam my brother was like this angel and tiara but always the post yeah just the curls and the face and the uh, like just the perfect beauty naturally fake tanned yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and so I had this awareness that he got more attention than I did and I I do think it was really real I don't think it was oh a little baby comes along and you have to share slash at the age of three and a half, four, my mother took me to see a ballet. <gasps> slash, which at, what which ballet? You can't Cinderella. Oh my god, y'all! Like yeah. an, in downtown Chicago at the Chicago <laughs> Symphony. Oh god, Symph- yeah. You know, so this incredible, like incredible theater space, like yes. not a Broadway theater, but it had yeah. that vibe. Yeah. And then at the age of five, she took me to see in the cinema um, a chorus line, the film. Stop. Yeah. So I think I it wasn't like pay me attention. What can I do to get attention? It was. <laughs> I want to be on a stage. Mm-hmm. And the and I remember when I was then a little bit older, like nine or ten, there was a camp. <laughs> like you would get this brochure of local camps that were free, and yeah. one of them was the theater camp. And I remember it said, do you like the smell of the grease paint, the roar of the crowd? And I was like, yeah! <laughs> and so just an awareness of the stage felt very, very real to me yeah. from the age of four. And did you go to that camp? Yes, I went for three years. Chorus, chorus, lead the third year. But it was given to me. It was given to me not because I was good, because I wasn't, but because I was like a hard worker who had showed up for years in a row. And it really taught me. I think I I think I I got better, but I don't Mm. think I think it is true about me that I'm never the natural talent, but oh she will work. (laughs) And it taught me that from a very young age. I think you're wrong. Well, I mean, I'm fishing because... for a compliment here, and you guys are really falling into my trap. <laughs> oh, but I know. If, if she's going to compliment you, yeah. I'm going to back help you, like, what you think. I, I'm the devil. Thank you. I think you're wrong. I think you're um, an amazing performer. Okay. And Kimmy Dean. Okay. When was the last time you saw Sarah dancing? But... <laughs> Saying that I do think you're right in terms of performance as I want to stick at it even when it's going Oh, shit. I've seen many yes. a child fall out of a school play. Yes. Many kids can't yeah. take the heat. I'm sorry, yeah. there's a couple that oh. can, but there are some that just fucking, they shouldn't have auditioned in the first place. I don't care if they're trying to build their confidence. It's not working out for you. <laughs> not working out for them. Don't take a role from me. I'll, do, I'll double down. I'll yeah. do two roles. No stress. Um, I'm a little bit upset because growing up, my favourite film was The Parent Trap when they oh, went yes, to Hayley Mills. Yes. Um, <laughs> what? Hayley Mills. Hayley Mills playing Hayley both twins. No, we're talking about Lindsay Lohan, right? <laughs> are Wait, you are you talking kidding? about Lindsay Lohan or You Hayley must Mills? be talking about Lindsay Lohan. Uh, right, I loved them both. She was talking about Lindsay Lohan. But I was okay. talking okay. about <laughs> Thank you, because you went along with that. Like, like that was I the was average one that everyone knows. <laughs> This is the uh, the generation gap. Lindsay Lohan. Right. Sorry. Fine, no. I like the Hayley Mills one because I like when they 
recreate an Italian restaurant. I haven't seen it. What? Oh, Helen, you should treat yourself to that before there's a vaccine and you're like working (laughs) all the time again. You would love it. You would love it. I've seen, I know the Lindsay Lohan one word for word. Like I know the storyline, so I'm good. Um, so when I was little, I was obsessed with American camps. Right. So tell me more about theatre camp. Okay, well, so this is, so... Was it run by a woman called Marvis? Oh, <laughs> only. So uh, were, was your, Rosie, was your obsession, I wonder if your obsession was with the overnight camp, an American sleepaway yes, camp. Yes. So my parents were not, that shit was expensive, and my parents said <sighs> no. So they were, re, there were these things called park district camps, and you could go for free. And I was the poor kid in a very wealthy town, which means okay. I'm quite middle yeah. class. But we were, do, do you know, which I think actually yeah. is a very good way yeah. to grow up because yeah. you have a sense yeah. of not having everything, but the but everything is amazing all at yeah. the same time. So most kids went to these private camps. I just went to the park district. So it was like a like a, a local community theater yeah. kind of thing. Um, and what I'm trying to now drum up a good anecdote from it. It was, you know, it was like the first half of the day was like art, <laughs> dance, singing, improv. And then in the second half of the day, you would rehearse the show. It's stagecoach. For it anyone was, listening in the yeah. UK, I'm a thinking this is stagecoach. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like you do an hour dance, hour singing, hour yes. acting, and yes. then you all put on like a showcase. A show, and it would be an original production. <sighs> so cool. It yeah. was, um, yeah, and I loved what sort it. What themes did you guys tackle? Well, so theme number one, the show, the first show I was in was called The Trial of Little Red. Here we go. A girl right. named Marnie Chetik. <laughs> Have you ever? Who is really, she, um, do you know what's so fucked? Is that if I think, not about high school, but younger than that, like junior high or elementary, yeah. like children, mm-hmm. the leads without fail would go to who was pretty. Oh, yeah. Are you what fucking f- kidding? Yes. Yes. Fuck. yes. Is that not insane? And then we go into like year 10, and then the average looking kids got left out again because they wanted to give the uggos a chance. <gasps> fucking yeah. bullshit. No, oh my gosh. And that didn't everyone. Happen. Well, and then, so because I went to like a very, like, um, it wasn't a performing arts high school, but like it was a big program. So I, all these people I went to high school with are like in Fleabag. Like, I know so many people from high school who like, I went to high school with the guy who was in Fleabag, who, um, not the hot priest, obviously he's British, but there was an American guy who played the sister's shitty husband. Yeah. What the fuck? No. He went to Greg Gelman and I went to high school together. I what? went to the sh- to school with the showrunner for the, the show about women's wrestling. What's that show called? Glow. Glow. So oh, yeah, show, no, I know the about The woman that. who invented <laughs> yeah. Glow, Liz Flayhive, yeah. went to my high school. Like, we were all in the same production of Midsummer Night's Dream together in 1995. No! I did Midsummer Night's Dream. Roll. Mustard seed. I Roll. Did cobweb. Classic. I mean, classic. Did you Sick. ever do Cyrano de Bergerac? What? Did you never do Cyrano de Bergerac? We did a musical about Al Capone's life. Oh, <laughs> see, we were doing some very impressive theatre. Oh, I don't know why we're competing. I know, because <laughs> like, we bring it out at each other. Just getting more and more angry with each other. Um, so I, so, so this is just to say that, um, the, the, I don't know. It was it was just give it to, it was the same thing as it would have been in Britain. Give the shit to the pretty girls. Mm-hmm. 
But I'm already happy. I already feel like this is great. We have a lot of guests on yeah. who like realize they like theater and performance and the idea of being on stage was so exciting from a young age and they didn't find an outlet for it. Whereas me and Rosie both found outlets yeah. for it because we both threw ourselves into every school project where performing was an option. And then what but was if you the... were doing theater camp and doing school plays so you knew you wanted to do it and you went for it pretty quickly. Yeah, should I give you the, should I give you like the 30 year journey in literally one minute? Yeah, but we yeah. Are, yeah, I don't want to stop at 20. Like. <laughs> stop at So basically I, I was like, I'm, I'm meant to be an actor, I'm meant to be an actor. Went to university for it. It was a complete waste of time and money because it wasn't a, it wasn't a good program slash I wasn't a talented actor. Hey, stop that. Graduated, no. realized I'm not meant to do that. Didn't late. know what to do. Decided I'd try stand-up at 22. Did it for a year. Was like, this is a disaster. I can't fucking do it. Stepped away from it at 23. Decided I would be a writer. Great. Because the performance, yeah. when it was stand-up, got my anxiety so high I couldn't deal with mm -hmm. it. And then worked as a writer for 10 years, but was like, but that stand-up thing. I, anyway, so the point is, is that I realized I, w I wanted to be an actor and then realized quite quickly that to be an actor, you either have to be a very good one or very beautiful in a sort of, you know, face that launches a thousand ships kind of way. And as someone who lacked either of those skills, I knew it and thought this will just be depressing. And I walked away at 22. Fuck, it's such a hard thing though, but it's still, I think the essence of acting and stand-up is still the same. Mm. It's, uh, you want to do something that's slightly different and yeah. it's an escapism from yourself. And I know stand-up isn't an escapism because you're doing yourself, mm. but you're doing Whoa, a version of yourself. Yeah, it's always a slight persona sort of a thing. Like, you're saying things to people that you wouldn't say normally. Yeah. But I still think, because like, I mean, we both went through an acting phase of yeah. being like, <laughs> I'm going to win an Oscar um, at some point. I'm still in that. Oh, yeah, she was a casualty. Any day now. Um, <laughs> I'm still getting regular acting. I know, job. but like none of us are nominated in this year's Tonys. Do you oh, know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, hi. Sorry to interrupt Rosie and I with more me. Catherine, shut the fuck sorry. up. I'm shut up. But I am here with previous guest Catherine Bohart hi. to talk about an amazing online festival that is coming your way. I am not being sarcastic. Catherine, take it away. Oh, look, I co-host this show every week with Helen and we're doing a weekend festival. I asked her when I was feeling blue and we're stuck with it. But look, the point is, the people doing work in progresses on this weekend called Gig Fest are unbelievable. We have Stuart Goldsmith, Olga Koch. Yes. I'm doing one, you're doing yes. one. Yes. Chloe Petz, Nabil Abdul-Rashid. 
Maisie Adam, Rosie, Rosie Jones. Rosie Jones from Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Sindhu V and Charlie George and Andrew White. So it is a really good lineup. And yes, Helen will be there, which I know will make it insufferable. But oh, I almost said unsufferable, but that's because we are drunk as we record this. The point is... Um, if you like Daddy, what's your podcast called? Oh my God, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Guys, go on my website. It's helenbauer.co.uk or .com. I'll figure it out later. What it's in my, my shut your mouth. And on Rosie's website as well. And there's tickets oh to Gigfest. Please come and watch us do an hour online. As I've mentioned before, there will be a special prize for anyone who watches an hour of Rosie and then an hour of me on the Sunday oh, of March <laughs> shut up of March 21st it's the, it's the weekend of the 20th 21st so we have five hours of comedy both days so it fills the time better than Netflix and Helen won't be there the whole time God bless you and enjoy the rest of the episode <laughs> Amen when is God bless you your thing fuck you Um, so basically you're a theatre kid but then you go into comedy when you're older were you doing like funny bits and plays at school like were you the funny kid in class I remember when I was at university so I was like studying to get this theatre degree and this friend you know frenemy friend of (gasps) mine said well like when we were all 19 and still thought everything was going to work out for us and whatever (laughs) she was like well but like you're like just funny so like you would wind up doing SNL or something like that and I remember feeling like it was easy right first of all (laughs) right just set that thing to the side but then it was I was quite insulted I was like no I am clearly capable of being an amazing Shakespearean yeah. actor. That is the dream. No, so you were yeah. still in that phase at 19 thinking like being funny wasn't oh, the 100%. goal? Oh, 100%. I had no ambition of being funny. I didn't think of myself as funny. I didn't think it was an important thing to be. Not a desirable thing No, to, I think yeah. I felt like loud and gross and, and had all those sort of like non-sexy associations with being funny. <laughs> and then... What was it? Then I did a play my senior year of college that, like, in the context of my little theater thing, was, like, a little bit of a star turn. And I would, like, get a standing ovation when I did this song that was a funny song. What was the play? It was Mother Courage and Her Children. I know. it Bertolt Brecht. By Bertolt Brecht. And I did this sort of funny number. And I remember in rehearsal, the first time I tried it, the director being, like... Who was like a, a proper New York director who they would pay a huge amount of money to to bring into New York yeah. University? And I remember him be like sort of stopping and the whole cast stopping and being like, "Whoa!" And that was the first time that I felt sort of like empowered yeah. and like, "Oh, this is all." And I would I would do that number and I get a standing ovation every yeah. night I did, it and they'd be like. Work, ba- you know, this is you know before people yeah, said but things that like feeling work, of being in a play in a young age yeah. Yeah, and, and being doing like, something wait, good. What's this yeah. thing? What's that thing? And and um, and then that that was that. But I didn't. I don't, I think what's the the way stand up got into my head. We're not. That's not the question. Stop leading. That's that's mm-hmm. not what you were asking. So anyway, but I didn't. I didn't have ambitions <laughs> of being funny. <laughs> no, but that's normal. I think particularly for straight women. Yeah, I mean, it is, isn't it? And this women on the whole because um, being a funny woman isn't attractive. Yeah, it didn't feel. And interestingly, I heard an interview last night with Carol Burnett. <gasps> 
Miss Hannigan. Miss Hannigan. Miss Hannigan, the one and only. Little girls, little girls. And I remember she, she, she basically said like, oh, she was talking about her journey of working out that she was yeah. funny. And she said, you know, talking about it must have been in the 50s or the 40s. Like, oh, and it was a good way to kind of meet guys. And I didn't. So obviously that's years before yeah. I was that age. Yeah. And it didn't ever. It. I still don't feel attractive to men. I mean, who knows? I've been in a marriage for 10 years, but I don't, which has been the 10 years in which I've really done stand up, but I don't ever, ever feel attractive to men because I'm funny. I ever. agree with you. I, I, I never have done. Right. I don't feel like, ooh, I've just done a show. I bet that was like the way that if I saw a guy and he was going to be like, yeah. I would fucking fuck the shit out of that. I have the because exact I same like feeling talent. that I had at school. It's that same feeling of like a guy would be really funny and then everyone would be like, he's yeah. so he's funny. He's so hot. He's and so all hot. And him with your funny, it's just sort of like, oh, fuck, that was a bit much. And yeah, then same, yeah. I still have that. You come off stage, doesn't matter how you've done and how the guys have done. Yeah. Like, they are more than happy to dance around the chuckle fuckers and then you're yeah. just there being like, I guess I'll just go like wank upstairs. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I know how that's exactly. But I yeah. don't feel like they would be attracted to it. Like, yeah, I, would I, I, and I think some no. are. I don't know though. I want to Is know. Is it a power thing? I don't know. I said what I, I, this to me felt, I tried to make this work on stage a few times and it never did. And I think it's sort of a dated observation at this point. So I say that as this disclaimer. But I remember there was like some point when I was still single, which again, we're talking at least, you know, between 10 and 15 years ago. And I remember thinking... I had just turned pro as a writer and I was going to start online dating and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't said with so much respect for people who work in the the service industry. But when I was like dating men, I wanted to make sure I wasn't a waitress anymore. I wanted to make sure I was a writer. And the only way I could say I was a writer was with my income came from writing. Fuck, you pull this through. And I was like, it was like a, I mean, it's all, it's actually very fucked up and sad way to think. But I was like, I'll be on a date and they'll be like, what do you do? And I'll be like, I fucking write. Oh, what do you mean? Well, I'm writing this book oh well do you have a book you have a fucking book deal with random you know like a this thing and it it's like a bad sex in the city episode where miranda has to tell people (laughs) that she's a stewardess instead of a a lawyer great episode it's a great episode (laughs) but i think the point is is that i was like when all men say they like funny women they all say it 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 and what so many of them mean is they want a woman who finds them funny Yes. And again, I don't think that's a good and observation. I can't do it. I cannot laugh I at that can crap fucking, jokes. I, my fake laugh is the best performance I do. I, don't, I'm, I, I would be like, oh my God. Oh, no, no, no. Of course. Of course. Like, and it's just, and the moment with my husband where I was like, oh, that's my husband, is I was in full, you know, I was in full flow raging. Yeah. There yeah. was no agenda that he was going to be my man. So I wasn't mm-hmm. working it. And I was like, fucking people, fucking this, fucking, you know, going, going, going. <laughs> and he stopped. And I and I was like, what? And he was like, I think you're maybe like the greatest person I've ever met in my entire life. And it was my only experience with feeling like like uh, someone found me sort of yeah. genuinely attractive yeah. in my rage yeah. and in my. Yeah. Whereas every time before it had been like trying to. Er- 
like, and, and maybe all I had to do, I wasn't trying to flirt with him. He had a girlfriend. You know, I wasn't, maybe all I needed was a guy who I didn't think I was going to try and fuck. Yeah. And then I would have been more natural and they might have found me funny. People always make it sound so easy once they're married and settled and happy. Yeah. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say, it, it's not at all. But I'm telling you. She is single and I got dumped two weeks ago. How do you feel now? Well, you have your whole lives ahead of you and I have do we? less. Yeah. Do we? I think yes. we're over the hill. I think we're both over the hill. Oh my uh, God, Helen! I cannot even. No, you you are both on different journeys. You know, I love talking about your journey, which we'll do off air, and I will happily talk about your. I I think Helen that you are not good at faking it, and I think that that will make things difficult but satisfying ultimately yeah. for you. Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right and you need to find someone who, when you're at your quote worst, they think I wanted that. I would say instead of worst, if I may, Rosie, I would say realist. Realist. Sort of like... Yeah. Your most yeah. raw expression of yeah. your Wowzers. yeah stuff. Yeah. Which for me, like, and I think you're like this, like, I just want to fucking scream about every, you know, like, it, <laughs> yeah. just, I want to rage. Yeah. And I don't feel that that's, society hasn't taught me that that's an attractive way to be. And well, I think Obviously, I, you can't be raging and funny, like an angry, funny, large woman. Like, no, thank you. This, people don't want that in general. But they, they want to watch it do. from a distance. From a they distance. Do. Not in their face. But people, there's some, some people do. That's the thing. Yeah, and they're fucking weirdos. Well, that might, be, that might be true. <laughs> that, that might be true. Crazy. And that's why... I think we have a problem as female comedians because sometimes men look at women and they're like, oh, that's too much yeah. to handle. Oh, my God, I got a segue to put it back on topic. <gasps> and being too much now as adults... Were you that kid who was too much yes. at school? And yeah. then if you thought funny wasn't desirable, but you were doing all the dramatic stuff, would you be more dramatic to get people to like notice you? No, it was just, it's like I'm not You in never control. gave yourself a black eye? <laughs> That's surprising to me. I really you thought, thought I you'd be a fake type. black eye girl. I can remember. You really have the vibe. I do, do, wait, are, do I really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that would be interesting if I did, but I can't tell if he's being sarcastic or not because of my Americanness. I remember a high school teacher saying about me, like that. It, some teacher said that another teacher said about me, Sarah is larger than life, you know, at 17, <laughs> which isn't a compliment, really. Not at 17. No. No. I think uh, when you get older, it's nice to be someone who's full of energy. It's very youthful to be full of energy. Yeah. But to be told that you're larger than anything like, as a teenager, I was it's like, like, I'm what? Yeah, yeah I felt quite uncool. Oh man! But were you in with a group of the girls who were like all like that, or were you the no, big I was one never, of the group? I have up until sort of. This sounds so 
gross. But I don't think I... So first of all, I've always been a woman's woman, always had right. close female oh, friends. Oh, here we fucking here we go. go. Here we go. Yes. But women will stab you in the fucking back. No? Please tell me that's not where we're going with this. that's not where we're you going You know, I know it. someone as an adult who doesn't have any female friends. It terrifies no, me. I have only female friends. I've never been able to be friends with men. What? No. <gasps> I was going to say, I've never, I've never been good at the group. What? Yeah. So I've always had close friends, and I'm all. So it's like if you were like, we're getting a group together, I'd be like, oh. Whereas if Rosie's <laughs> yeah. like, should the two of us do yeah. lunch? I'm like, yes, Rosie, let's us go to lunch. Helen, do you want to oh. go with coffee? But if it's like, oh, the gang's going out, it's my birthday, I'd be like, oh, it'll be great to see everybody. <laughs> okay, actually, yeah. I know exactly. That's yeah. what I. So I've never been one for a gang. Yeah. I've just always had like close female friends. But what was I gonna? But in high school, I. Actually she didn't have close female friends in high school. I had like my one gay male friend. I was sort of had that. <laughs> Did he go to theater camp with you? Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. yeah such a cliche. Oh my god, you were Janice and Damien and Mean Girls. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh my fully. heart. Yeah. So it was very that. And then, do you want to hear the saddest thing? Is that we yes. ultimately like had a falling out and broke up. And the saddest, like I've, you know, I'm 41 years old. I've had a couple friends that I've lost, yeah. not lost like dead, but lost like people go their yeah. separate ways. And he's the one where I'm like, come on, buddy, we had something special. Where are you? And he's the oh. one who will not have anything to do with me, won't take my calls. Have you tried? Yeah, the last time I tried was at my 20-year high school reunion. I was like, hey, I just, I realized one of the main reasons I'm going is I thought maybe I would see you. I think it's not your thing, but I'm in town, and it would be just an absolute joy if you felt up for grabbing a coffee. Like, I have a son I'd like him to meet, you know, yeah. just Wait, know. how old were you when you had your falling out? So we went to high school and then university. So okay, he was like so one was of the people okay. who, yeah. who went from my high school to my college. And um, we so that we were at university from 97 to 2001. And we fell out in about... Things started to deteriorate around 03. Oh, so sad. And then around 06, I was like, hey, what's up? And he's like, I'll tell you what the fuck is up. And really oh. came at me with a list of grievances. <gasps> um, And we sort of tried to fix it, and it never really... Like too much has been said almost. Like I think I don't I don't feel too much has been said. I feel like he was one of my love he was one of my loves. Yeah. He was yeah. my love. And I just would love it's like one of my great I'm trying to like give you some good podcast here. I don't know if this is just too depressing. But no, I, I just like one of my it's it's like that is one of my sadnesses yeah. in my life is that that guy and I can't get a coffee when I'm back in the suburbs of Chicago. But it is weird. Like, even now, like, the people that were so close with at school, yeah. and I am from a small town, so we all went to the same schools together mm. from 4 to 18. Like, we were together every day. We all worked on the same high street on Saturdays. Yeah. Like, we couldn't breathe. And now I'll see one of them after not talking to them to like, for, like, three, four years. I don't even recognize their voice. And it's yeah. like, I... Remember you yeah. trying your first tampon and getting yeah. it stuck. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I've shared yeah. so, so much. And I love that. I it's like odd. There's a woman who randomly, it turns out, I'm obviously not from London, but she lives in London now. I've known her since I was five. She was my best friend when I was seven. She mm. lives around the corner from me. It's very weird. We went on a walk, and you're like, we're very different people. But it's so nice to be like, hey, your brother from the corner yeah. shop. And I never get that because I live abroad. And anyway, so he was my that was my friendship in high school was this boy. Cute. My little theater my little theater nerd boy. But 
Did you go to the city and watch Broadway musicals oh, together? Oh, God, it's so yeah. idyllic. It's yeah. so yeah. idyllic. All of that. Uh, we don't have much time yet, but we'd never really get an American on so we can okay. talk about Broadway. We're massive musical theatre nerds. Yeah. Our audience are musical theatre nerds. Yeah. Tell us about what you saw whilst you were growing up. And like, is there anything that you were like, that is the role for me? Because like me and well, Rosie have both seen musicals and been like, yeah. we'll do it. Yeah. She yeah. thinks that she can play the lead of the pilot, the female pilot, and come from away. To the thing. <laughs> and I noticed this because Helen, you and I did a musical together. Mm-hmm. You you yeah. won. I came I won. You won. I came second. No, there was no there was no placing. I just won. I was second. No one got there was it's no It's a placing. round of applause and people fall out and you and I were in the final runoff. So I came second. Okay. But anyway, well, didn't, okay. slash you had a partner, I had to do it all alone. But anyway, the point is is that oh. <laughs> I just thought that was a funny thing to say. I didn't want to do it alone, and it was nice to invite Chloe to do it with me. And you guys were unstoppable in your excellence and no one could. We multi-roles. <laughs> um, so my the roles that I felt I was born to play. Okay. And I mean, I still, I still feel the conversation with an agent needs to be me being like, how, how in ten years, fifty-one, but I'll look forty-five because <laughs> I'm gonna get rich between now and then and have like a little nip and well, tuck. So your heart's gonna be like yeah. what twenty-two? Yeah, my heart will be twenty-two because <laughs> all the steps that I get in every day. I mean, Miss Hannigan, I was born oh, to do it. Yeah. I was born to do it. And mm-hmm. I I genuinely think I could go up against some actual Broadway actresses and serve that. Yeah. I believe that it's actually often given like comedians have played it before. Yeah, it's a comedic yeah. role. Yeah. The sort of suffering old uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but flirting with yeah. Daddy Warbucks. A drunk, I, gin a in the A little bit up. drunk, yeah. a little sexual oh. but not quite hitting mm. the note the right way. I think I could yes. do that. Um and then my I saw Patty Lapone. <gasps> On Broadway, dude, Mama Rose in Gypsy. You guys, she got a standing ovation in the middle of the show. Rose's turn. For Rose's turn. Yeah, I knew it. It's always the best song. I have full body chill thinking about it. She, Mama's got this. Mama's got to let go. And the audience, there was a pause, and the whole all that work, and what did it get me? (laughs) And the whole audience just like like their body was taken over, and they stood. Yeah, Uh, I saw the revival of um, a chorus line in two thousand and five. Honestly, Rosie, I cannot believe we have you. You guys have watched every little step, right? No, what's every little step? (gasps) What's every little don't. Don't. What the wow. fuck have I missed out on? The, there's nothing. It's going to be something that is going to. I'm about to tell you about something that's going to bring you more joy than anything else. Oh. There is a documentary. I had to do IVF to get pregnant. The reason I'm telling you this is before you do, before you you have to stick this stuff up you and it's really, really terrible. And you spend night, nights awake before yeah. you pee on a stick to figure out if this insane amount of money will give you the thing that you need to be complete in your life. Sorry, but that's how I felt. Okay. And what I would watch to get through it is every little step. It's my favorite thing ever made. It's a documentary about the casting of the revival. I'm writing it down. Of a chorus line on Broadway in 2005. Stop. And it will change your life. I watch it. It's it's about being an artist. It's about competing. I'm adding it to my to-do list. Yeah. Helen, you are going to die. Are you die. kidding? She's going to freak out as well. Rosie. I somewhat recently, because one of my ongoing projects is, do we? Ha- can you watch it in the UK? Can I watch it in the UK? Yeah. 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 Yes, I'll, I'll message you both. And you, oh, I don't know. But- thank you. Have you seen Encore on Disney? No. What's oh, on? Oh my for? God. It's the most heartwarming show. It's so funny. It's basically Disney Plus, and it's Kristen. Um, fucking hell. I always want to say Stuart. I always want to say Stuart. Bell. Kristen Bell. 
And she goes around to different high schools and they recreate their high school musical in the same roles. But they're from like Annie from 1996. And they go okay. back to the high school, bring everyone back and they put it yeah. back on. And without fail, I did an Instagram story about this way back when. I... There is a woman every single, yeah. ep- like, I mean, we know there's every episode who is still not over, not getting the lead. And they get you good. <gasps> Yeah. That is such she, a fucking when good one. She's in love with that guy. So totally. I'm gonna watch that. You have given me something because I need. I've rewatched too many seasons of RuPaul, mm. like, and I need a new thing in this movie. Thing. Can I also? I think genuinely, if they could do some gender blind casting, yeah, genuinely in Hamilton, I could do Hercules Mulligan or yeah. Washington. Yeah. I am out gunned. I am so ready to yeah. walk out and do Washington's entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Because the confidence I, in you right now. I know. I I really think I can have potentially a lot of power and stillness. Oh my. If gosh. you could be given one of these roles, mm-hmm. which is the one, six months on Broadway, just six months, which role would you do? Six months on Broadway. Yeah. <gasps> What would you do? And and we're taking it as a given that it's like I w- it'll turn out I'm able to hit the it. notes. Crushing I'm crushing it. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. If I'm gonna crush it, that I Hercules Mulligan isn't big enough of a part. Nah. I'd rather do. Um, I I think I could play Aaron Burr. There, I'll say it. Wow. Yes. I mean. The wait for Pardon it me. song. Are you Aaron Burr, wait. sir? That depends. Who's asking? But it would be it would be to do the song "Wait for It." Okay. Yeah. 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 The adorable. I mean, I, I could, yeah. I really, I really Writes feel like me I could a letter it. every day. Yeah. What would you do? What would you? Yeah. Beverly Bash. Do you come still stick with "Come From Away"? away. I don't even I know just, what "Come From right, Away" it's, is. It's 9/11, the musical, My basically. Um, I just think, I just don't believe you'd pick a role that has one song. So I would do like Sunset no, Boulevard because I've got no, like three bangers, three no, solo bangers. Uh, no, no, because in Come From Away, you play multiple I roles. know, but she's got one good solo. So she is on stage for the entire time. And gets one opportunity to get a standing ovation. Okay, I'm not wasting my Helen, so is that time. your, is Helen's answer Sunset Boulevard? I think so. I think so. It's so, it's so difficult because there's so, like you'll just name another musical now <gasps> and I'll I? freak oh, out. Or maybe a man played Dream Girls. All three. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. an opportunity to get a Standing there, so many times. Oh shit! Before the interval. So wicked. Yeah. Yeah. Defying gravity. What I I need to acknowledge something here is that you two are the musical theater enthusiasts um, beyond me because I was like really into it as a kid. Born. You grew up. And then I no 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 but but I think like I I was like obsessed with musicals from like eighty five to 94 and anything after that yeah. other than Hamilton and Book of Mormon I have no idea about whereas a proper enthusiast yeah. you guys have a much bigger uh, your breadth of knowledge is much larger than mine I just we, wanted to admit that we have a musical club yeah <laughs> really who else is in it just you two <laughs> no no oh my, my friends from school Emma Black Flo Great. and Joan Flo and, jo- and uh, a couple of others great Cool. Hey, great. Right. 
Guys, this has been so intense. Yeah, <laughs> Look, we should get wrapping up. I don't know what to say. I don't think we've um, ever had a less focus. Yeah. I blame myself. I know. Daddy. Right. My love. I came with a great time. Thank so you, Rosie. Daddies. Daddy's. And give you your ultimate day with your daddy. Oh, with my real dad? No. Rosie. Me. Oh, with Rosie. <laughs> okay, yeah. Great. I'm not called Rosie. I I'm am... giving you my ultimate day with daddy. Yeah. Who is you? Yeah. That is a great question. So I, I'm telling you what we're doing. Oh, I'm not getting this. I, I, th- I blame myself. This, yeah, no, I'm the we problem. Blame you too. I'm the problem. So to make it more confusing, I normally take you on a day trip, but this time I'm not. I'm taking Helen. Oh my God, she's not even allowed to come? No. <gasps> this Sarah's, has never happened before. Sarah's not there. Oh my God. Me, right, hold it. Okay. Don't oh. worry. So me and Helen are going to the body shop. <laughs> We're oh going to get everything you ever wanted oh my god what's your favorite party shop um it's a vitamin c serum in a little orange thing that my friend sophia was so excited to see as a tester once when there was one in waterloo station she covered her ticket with it and carried it home just holding her ticket up in the air um <laughs> yeah we're gonna get four of them <gasps> they're like 22 pounds yeah. each yeah yeah Eighty-eight pound, and <laughs> um, um, then we're gonna get loads of snackies, and just enjoy ourselves, and just have a lovely day. Five packs of Percy pigs and three loaves, please. And then we're going to the theatre. We're gonna sit on the front row. And the curtains open. Oh my god. It's Hamilton. Oh my fucking god. And I remember. Oh my god. It's play. Okay. 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 This is your time. We're going to watch you. Oh lord. Play the role of your life and it's gonna be incredible wait for it standing ovation every single song you sing standing ovation we cry you cry Everyone cries, and, and, you, only you, stand in ovation, people clap for 40 minutes until everyone's hands are bleeding. Great day. 
Almost sexual to me. You, yeah, you. I, I almost took on a sexual position. <laughs> no, no, no. I trusted you. I did trust you. I know you. I couldn't because of what you were packing for me in the back half. Pack it in the back. You had to warm in up. The back. You had to warm up. I'm assuming that's why you weren't. There. Yeah, yeah. I don't know no, why, but I'm uh, jealous. No, like, I'm pissed off. It's not your day, and you went to the body shop. And also, I'd like to bring us back to the theme of adult female friendships and now talk about how, like, I wouldn't be giving her a 40-minute ovation. I'd be jealous as fuck. Yes. I'd be there. Both of us would be sitting in that front row being like, you could be fucking... She's white. Like, we would both be living this the whole time. This is terrible. This is a step backwards. This is, this is, this is not okay. No, because then after the standing ovation, I put my captain's hat on and I think... Me and the cigar. Oh, so you're jumping on? Yeah. Okay. That does make it perfect. They had a crazy You guys, do you think when we're allowed, we should go to karaoke together sometime? Yes. I love karaoke more than anything. You do not have. I did. I did karaoke in the break of lockdown, and I got so fucked. I did Meredith. Brooks, bitch, topless, and I couldn't find the top afterwards. It was gone. So I had to go home with just the cardigan on with nothing underneath, but it was like see-through. And then it turns out the cardigan, the top was found uh, by my friend's new girlfriend and uh, she threw it away. So Whoa. just like raw memories. Whoa, wife. Cool. Raw memories. It's incredible. Raw memories. But it was a fucking incredible performance, even though when I got my tits out, everyone took their phones away, which felt like an attack. <laughs> um, Give us your socials. Thank you. Thank oh, you. guys, thanks. Sosh. Sosh, Sarah. Sosh, Sarah. I'm a Sarah. Sarah, no H. Okay, no, stop this. I hate it. Give us your socials properly. They will follow you if they want, but just give them nice and clearly. It's Sarah, S-A-R-A, Baron, B-A-R-R-O-N. That's me on Twitter. And then it's Sarah Baron 1 million, S-A-R-A, B-A-R-R-O-N, one million on Insta. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To the star. To the star. You have one new voice message. New voice messages. Shout out My love. My friend. My light. Please, 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 can you finally come on mine and Helen's show and chat about who little Shazia Musa was? Wouldn't that be delightful? Yes. Okay. See you soon. Bye-bye. Deleted. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. 
You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.